Welcome to Quantitative Health with your host, Paul Kilgore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Quantitative Health. So glad you're with us today. And the topic I'd like to talk with you about today is managing stress. Our management of stress day in and day out can actually have a gigantic impact on our quality of life, our overall health, and also our future health as we go forward and get older. So managing stress can have many beneficial impacts that we'll talk about. But when we're faced with stress, it could be short-term stress like an exam, or it could be long-term stress like a family illness, uh, illness in a loved one. It could also be job-related stress that can be chronic or long-term. When we're faced with these stressors, we really need to figure out ways to measure the stress, be aware of it, and try to reduce it by multiple methods that we're going to talk about right now. So stress affects everyone. I don't know anyone who is not affected by stress. And it manifests in many different ways. It can be a physical ailment, uh, pain. It could be a mental health issue like depression. And for everyone, it's different. So not one size fits all. And it's important to recognize that when we are under stress, we may not even realize that we're stressed. And that can happen particularly in situations where we have long-term stress that people get used to in a sense. And our body does adjust to it to some extent. But here's the important part to know. There are many systems in the body that regulate and uh, respond to stress. One of these systems is our endocrine system. That's the system that has all the hormones in our body. And actually, there's a very, very close, tight connection between our brain and the endocrine system. And we're going to talk more in detail about how that works. But one of the bottom lines to know is that our brain actually regulates a key hormone that is a response to stress. And that hormone is called cortisol, C-O-R-T-I-S-O-L, cortisol. Cortisol is one of the most important acting hormones in our body. And it can be both important in short-term stress and in long-term stress or chronic stress. And it's very important to recognize that when we have higher levels of cortisol, it has direct effects on our body. And we're going to talk about a couple of those effects so that we can then think about how to manage this stress going forward. Cortisol itself is a very important hormone because it affects our blood vessels, it can affect our breathing, it can actually affect our immune system. And today, the impact of cortisol that I wanted to focus in on is that direct impact on our immune system. Because when we're stressed, our immune system is affected by things like cortisol, and that can have a direct effect on our ability to reduce inflammation in our body. It can also regulate our response to invading microorganisms such as bacteria or viruses that we're encountering every day in our environment. So it's very important to know that that effect of cortisol on our immune system can affect our health directly by limiting our ability to fight off disease and infection. One of the impacts of cortisol to know about, and I'll mention today, is 
the direct effect on what we call B cells and T cells. In fact, one of the things that we know that cortisol can do is actually reduce the number of active functioning hum uh, immune cells. These are B cells and T cells. And the immune cells are really, really important for many different reasons. But they reduce inflammation in some ways. They can also play a direct role in fighting off infection due to a virus or a bacteria, for example. So when we have high levels of cortisol, that means we have low levels of T cells and B cells. That means we have reduced ability to fight off infection, also to regulate uh, inflammation, and a whole host of other activities in our body that we're going to talk about going forward. So when we want to reduce stress and when we want to manage stress, we think about several ways to do that. And I'm sure you've heard in my previous discussion where I mentioned that sleep is maybe one of the most important factors that can influence our immune system. It influences our stress level, of course, and in turn, then, it can directly affect our immune system. So adequate, adequate numbers of hours of sleep can help our immune system fight off infection and regulate inflammation in our body. So getting enough sleep is very, very important to help reduce stress and help our immune system function to the best of its ability. Other factors that we know can be helpful in managing stress are things like social networks, having friends and family to talk to for emotional support and also to motivate us and to kind of keep us in check and to bounce ideas off of and interact with as we go forward in life. Also, if we can identify signs and symptoms early of stress, then we know it's coming on and we can be more aware that we may be coming into a stressful situation and then we can often determine or find out ways to re eliminate that situation or move away from that situation to reduce stress to some extent. Another thing that we can do is look at what may be a trigger, identifying triggers of stress or inflammation that can actually cause us to not feel well. It may affect our mental coping abilities. It may affect our management of different events and stress. And if we can reduce exposure to these important triggers to stress, we can actually manage our stress better. Exercising regularly is another key activity. So regular exercise, physical activity that increases endorphins, also raises our heart rate, and that can actually have a direct effect not only in boosting our mood, but also in reducing stress levels. Yeah, it can be any kind of exercise, including walking, swimming, yoga, mindfulness exercises, could be uh, pilates, it could be running, it could be strength exercises, whole host of exercises in the gym or outdoors can be great ways to reduce stress. In addition, it's been shown more recently that mindfulness exercises and practicing meditation through breathing, regulation of your breathing, um, regulation and paying attention to what you're thinking and what you're focusing on, being aware of changes in your body as you become more stressed are great ways to actually f uh, reduce the stress level that we're faced with. And that's really important because if we can combine these activities 
such as mindfulness exercises, physical exercise, good sleep patterns, social networks, recognizing triggers and recognizing signs and symptoms of stress, we can actually find a really good pathway to reducing and managing our stress, reducing long-term chronic stress, and also helping to reduce short-term or acute stress that we may run into from time to time. So with that, I'm going to stop for today and look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you.